0: Welcome to Braidscape's WSET3 video on sweet wines. I'm Sarah. And I'm Nicole. And today, we're gonna discuss how to tell the difference between a wine that has botrytis and one that doesn't have botrytis, especially if you're presented with a sweet wine on the tasting portion of your exam. The first thing that will help you is understanding theory. If you know the laws, regulations, and styles of testable wines, you are ahead of the game
1: be sure to sign up for Brainscape's WSET3 certified class and dig into theory. The first thing you want to determine when you're tasting sweet wines is whether or not it has botrytis. Because once you do that, your wine world becomes a lot smaller. The Bacrotonus wines covered in your book include Sauternes, Cotoduleon, Trockenbeerenauslese, Tokai Asu, an SGN from Alsace. And the wines without Botrytis
0: covered in the book are Jurançon, Muscat de Baume de Venise, Rutherglen Muscat, Vinsanto, and Ice Wine. So the first wine we're tasting today is a 2013 Sauterne. As we look at it, its appearance is definitely gold. And also, other observations? Tears. That can indicate. Higher residual sugar. It can also
1: indicate higher alcohol. On the nose, we can already tell this wine has richness to it. It's honeyed. It has a perceptible uh, sweetness, which we will later confirm on the palate, but already beginning to think, like, this might be a dessert wine. Yes. And some of the indicators for botrytis for me
0: include mushroom, saffron and ginger
1: mm-hmm. all of which i find in this wine the quality of fruit on the nose has uh, kind of like a confected um or marmalade or jam there's apricot nectarine mm-hmm. uh, a bit of stone fruit
0: For me, there's also citrus, there's orange, but also a, But going into your confected note, there is a creamy pastry creaminess, almost like lemon meringue, orange creme brulee, almond croissant. It's like French bakery in your glass. And on the palate, let's see if there is botrytis in the wine. Uh, that we can confirm on the palate Girl.
1: wow yes yes it's sweet it's luscious it has that exotic quality that we we're looking for in betridance. Mm-hmm. ginger saffron spiciness uh, pepper almost Yes, almost like a white pepper.
0: There's a floral note in here as well. So those botrytis indicators that we smell on the nose are confirmed on the palate. Getting into that mushroomy earthiness, but also that expansiveness, that textural richness that you get does remind me of that French bakery-ness of creme brulee, pastry cream, croissant,
1: lemon meringue with a brulee Oh, yes. Yes. So good. Something else of note when we're talking about the the palette and that richness, that um, expansive kind of waxy quality. This is a characteristic of Semillon. Semillon is very susceptible to botrytis. So it makes a lot of sense that we're getting this like luscious feel because this is predominantly Semillon parietal. And also on the
0: palette, this is Full Tilt everything it is pronounced aromatics it is high acidity it is full body it is high alcohol Sauternes gets all of those notes so when you match up your botrytis notes along with those structural high calls
1: you can get to Sauternes pretty easily it's a very high quality wine I can actually still taste it it's it's just lingering There's actually a seriousness to this wine.
0: For me, this wine is very good. Drink it now, but it can also age. And the quality, very high. delicious.
1: We love it. We love it. To taste next to our Sauterne and Botrytis dessert wine, we are going to taste a Jurançon. This is a 2014 Vendage Tardive, meaning late harvest. The grapes are left to hang on the vine in a dried style, which in French
0: is Passerillage, which you will need to know for the exam. The appearance on this Jurançon, this is amber, and other observations, certainly legs, they are quicker to form and quicker to fall. So for me, that indicates maybe not as much residual sugar, but really not as much alcohol.
1: Mm-hmm. Good point. On the nose, this wine is really about the purity of the fruit. You have orchard fruit here and some uh, stone fruit as well. Um, the smell is more of like Maybe dried apple, peaches, um, white, fleshy pear. Maybe a little bit of uh, fruit rolla,
0: fruit leather. Mm, and pineapple juice. Maybe the canned juice. Almost like fruit cocktail in a can, where it's almost like fruit that's in syrup. But as we're talking about, uh, why is the see botrytis and wise that don't see botrytis if you get that on the exam so if you get this on the exam you write down your your appearance on 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 your on your tasting note when you get to the nose what this lacks indicates to me that it does not have botrytis i do not smell mushrooms i don't smell any kind of exotic spites like ginger or saffron so for me i'm in that non-botrytized camp on the nose we'll confirm it on the palate But already on the nose, not botrytized. Mm -hmm.
1: Let's taste it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Tastes like a 1990s grocery list.
0: Very much fruit in syrup. Confirming on the palate, this does not have any kind of botrytis because we're not getting mushrooms. And that kind of uh, smoky earthiness, almost, that mushrooms have. Organic material. It also, again, on the palate, like on the nose, does not have, it lacks, those notes of botrytis. Mushroom, saffron, ginger. There is a syrupy sweetness on this, but not like honey that you would also get in botrytis. So we got a honey note on the Sauternes, which we're not getting here. This is much more of a nakedness of fruit, a naked
1: fruitiness of fruit in syrup. Texturally, I would put this um, in the scale of dessert wines. I would say maybe ice wine is at the most lean, the most crystalline. And then Vendalish Tardive, uh, the Joranson that we're tasting now, right in the middle, um, where it has more of a syrupy quality. And then at the very end, we would put the great dessert wines of the world, botrytist wines that have that honeyed, that luxurious, luscious uh, mouthfeel. So,
0: if you were to get something like this on your exam, and you go, okay, this does not have Botrytis. What is my world of what's testable? So there's Jurançon. Song. There's Muscat de Bombe de Venise, which this is not. Vinsanto. Brother Rutherglen Muscat, also, which this is not. No. And then what you mentioned, ice wine. This is definitely not ice wine. No. So while we can try to game the system a little bit, which is not such a bad thing to do because what's testable, it's a little bit of a deductive.
1: No, a process it. of elimination. You yes. gotta be your own detective.
0: And structurally, acid is, my mouth is still watering. This acid is high, Mm -hmm. but if we were to compare it to the sauterne, again, no botrytis, but also it doesn't quite have that luxurious, rich texture that the sauterne had. This is still delicious. And the pronouncement of fruit is still quite high. But the alcohol's medium, the acidity's high, mm-hmm. and the body is medium. It's not full. In your conclusions, I would put this at good, maybe very good, I think, depending on your situation. Good or very good. I think this is also
1: drinkable now, but could age. Mm-hmm. Pair with ambrosia salad. We tasted two testable styles of dessert wine, one demonstrating botrytis and one without botrytis. Remember, you have to get the wine right on your exam, but
0: you do have to write a tasting note that supports your conclusion. So, if you conclude that the wine has botrytis, make sure that you include those descriptors. Honey, ginger, saffron, mushroom, Until next time, get that theory down, keep tasting, and rise to your challenge.